Hello and welcome inside another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. My name is Zach Marks. Please be joined as always by my co-host Dawson Patrician. Dawson, a tough 5-2 loss at the hands of the Grand Prairie Storm at home on Saturday night for the Crusaders. A game that, for all intents and purposes, they controlled for most of. They outshot Grand Prairie 34-23. to uh, went into the third period up by a goal. Could have been more if not for the heroics of Connor McKenzie. He was playing very well for the Storm. And But Kale Ashcroft with a pair of goals for Sherwood Park. Uh, both Arnold brothers getting on the score sheet. Mitchell Joss, an assist for his 40th point of the season. Um, and everything looked to be going well for Sherwood Park heading into that final frame. Uh, a lone Zach Brooks goal, um, which realistically was just kind of a bouncing puck that got swatted home. Uh, you could say Sherwood Park could have done a better job of clearing that puck, but I digress. 2-1 after 40 minutes. Things seemed to be under control. Uh, shots were even at that point, 18 apiece. Things were going pretty well for Sherwood Park. But then the third period happened, and this is the second time this season that we've had to say that. Um, two minutes into the third period, Zach Brooks, his second of the game, tied it up before he then scored a third, completing his hat trick just three minute, three and a half minutes later to make it 3-2 Grand Prairie. And then um, less than a minute after that, Brandon Casey on a great shot from the point made it 4-2. And then four minutes after that, Ty Taves finished the scoring off, making it 5-2 Grand Prairie. And I don't think you have to remind Gus Bylan of what happened, but this was a tough third period for him, for the whole team, really. Um, you and I made a lot of comments on air that night about how Sherwood Park was doing a really good job of getting in the shooting lanes. And it really did come in handy in that third period, five, just five shots against, but four of them beat the goalie. And yes, there were some high danger opportunities, a two on one, uh, just a great, like long range point shot. A lot of situations where you're kind of like, you can't really blame the goaltending, but this is a tough period for the team, in my opinion. You outshoot your opponent 16 to five, but you don't score a goal and you end up dropping what was a very winnable game for Sherwood Park. This is a tough one. And we'll hear later on in the show from Captain Bruce McGregor about how the team is looking to bounce back. And I said it on air at the end of the game. Sometimes going out on the road is the best thing for a team. And they get that opportunity heading into a home-and-home matchup with the Drayton Valley Thunder. Now, Drayton Valley, uh, they're coming off some heroics of their own. A 5-4 win against the Calgary Canucks in Calgary on Sunday uh, evening, a 5 o'clock start, a rare 5 o'clock start in the AJHL. Calgary controlled this game, not necessarily on the shot clock, where they were outshot 37-26, to but with... Two and a half minutes to play. Easton English scored to make it 4-1. Calgary. Then Ethan Brown uh, at 18-22. Hunter Price at 19-06. Caden Shabbat at 19-34. Three goals with the empty net in a minute 12 for the Drayton Valley Thunder, finishing it off in overtime with a Ryland Brown overtime goal. These are two different two teams coming off similar outcomes, well, si- similar games, but on at the opposite end of the result. 
Dawson, what does Sherwood Park have to do heading into this one in Drayton Valley to right the ship and get on their horse as we get ever so close to the playoffs? Well, first of all, Sherwood Park, even though it's very difficult and you don't want to take a moral victory out of the Grand Prairie game, but even right to the end, they, they never looked out of it and they were still giving 110% uh, right to the final buzzer. And that's something that's commendable by most standards. And with that being said, heading into Drayton Valley, this, this Drayton Valley team has played uh, or is going to have played four games in five nights. They played the 28th against Okotoks in Okotoks, the 29th against Canmore in Canmore, and the 30th in Calgary, where the major comeback win. But this is going to be a tired Drayton Valley team, and you absolutely need to take advantage of that, especially considering the, uh, the goaltending from the Thunder has been relatively strong over the course of the season. Jackson Berry, a 927 save percentage, a 252 goals against Byron Fancy with a 363 goals against an 895 save percentage. So pretty solid, even though one is obviously the uh, much better statistically. But the uh, the Thunder team is pretty solid. And I think Sherwood Park, when playing well, can hang, hang with the best of them, I think. I think in, in this division, and even though Drayton Valley uh, 16 points up on Sherwood Park at the moment in the standings, Sherwood Park needs to expand that gap on Grand Prairie rather than shrink it as uh, a untimely loss on Saturday to the storm. But this team has the resolve, at least in my opinion, to come back and right the ship, as you said. Now, this is a team that Sherwood Park has beaten already this season. 2-0-1 in three games. They have three games this month, or in February, I guess. We are recording this the last day of January. So Sherwood Park finishes the month with three games against Drayton Valley. This, these two, and then the last game of the regular season for the Crusaders on Family Day Monday. Now, Sherwood Park is 2-0 in, the, in Drayton Valley, and they'll be looking to carry that success into this game with the Thunder an overtime win courtesy Mitchell Joss with the overtime winner, their first of the season, in fact, at that time. And then a 4-2 win later in October. This Crusaders team has had success, and it's been big in Drayton Valley, and they'll look to continue that here today or tomorrow, I guess. But Sherwood Park is a team that isn't necessarily going to beat you by one or two guys. They're a team that is very deep and can beat you in different ways. Drayton Valley, on the other hand, while they do have a similar approach, they do have that one out-and-out leader, that being Caden Shabbat. He is having a spectacular season, 50 points this year in 43 games, I believe is his total. He is having a very good season, and he is a large portion of why Drayton Valley sits fourth in the, in the standings uh, to this point of the year. But with Sherwood Park... The big thing with Sherwood Park, as we've mentioned time and again, and it's unfortunate we have to bring it up again, but the power play has really let them down of late. Uh, yeah, 50 points in 43 games for Shabbat. But the power play currently sits 14th overall, 15th at home, and 14th on the road. They'll look to up that, all of those, over the next few games. But Dawson, 
how do you see this power play unfolding? What, do, what needs to change for it to start clicking? Well, it's, it, it's tough because when you're a team like Sherwood Park, who they have as mobile of a blue line as they do, and they have a very hardworking forward core, it, it seems, well, we, we kind of mentioned it in the broadcast, but they, they seem to make the complicated play a lot of the time. And it's easy to do when you have the likes of Kale Ashcroft, Caleb Dick, Austin Cook, who they can make those plays, but it's not always a matter of whether you can, it's whether you should. And their, their passing has been, it, it's kind of fallen off a little bit the last couple of games, but a couple of weeks ago, they were, they were making every single pass. It seemed like, and they were using their breakout. Well, they were using, they were using each other. Well, and that game against Grand Prairie as, as well, they, uh, they lost a lot of those key face-offs in the offensive zone after drawing these penalties and it didn't allow them that time to set up. So I think heading into, especially this series against Drayton Valley, they're going to simplify their power play. They're going to find out where each other are because I know they do. It's just a matter of making the simple play and just trying to get more on net and try and, not confuse the other team because you're going to end up confusing yourselves, but make the plays that you know how to make and you will find success. Yeah. And we've seen over the course of the last month or so that shooting the puck has been something that the Crusaders have tried to do a little bit more. We've seen a lot more high shot totals where, and limiting their opponents on the shot clock by getting in shooting lanes and doing what needs to be done to prevent the puck from getting to Gus Byland, Lachlan Gordon, Merrick Pacioran, whoever it is in net that night. But the power play, you're right, needs to simplify. Pucks on net, somebody in front, bang away. They don't have to look perfect. They don't have to look good even. They just have to cross the goal line. And that was indicative of Michael Lovelson's first of the with the, the Crusaders, where it just sort of floated over top of the goaltender and landed just barely over the line. That's how the puck has to go in. It does not need to be a picture-perfect tic-tac-toe pass where you literally pass the puck into the back of the net. And I think the Crusaders do know that, and their opponents are taking away the shooting lanes, so they feel they have to be trying to make that perfect pass. What needs to be done there is just throw it at the net anyway. Even if you see three bodies in front, you never know. It could find, it could bank off a knee and in. It could hit the post or hit the goaltender and there's a rebound. You never know, right? But Sherwood Park's power play has been a struggle recently, as we mentioned. And as you said, Dawson, the face-off dot especially killed them in the game against Grand Prairie. Now, one of their main centers is also their captain, Bruce McGregor. And you caught up with him after or ahead of practice, pardon me, on Monday to discuss how the team's plans to bounce back after the tough loss on Saturday night. I'm here with Crusaders captain Bruce McGregor and Bruce it's a bit of a tough loss uh, just a couple days ago uh, can you take us through that one from from your point of view yeah obviously uh, we came out we started how we wanted to um, and then we kind of kind of got away from our game um, slowly started to slip and then got to a point where uh, it was just too much of a, too much of a lead for them to get back so um, yeah, no, we just got away from our game and uh, weren't able to find it really again. 
even uh, even with that lead kind of growing near the end of the game, uh, it seems like you guys have kind of developed, uh, you know, n never never really out of the game type attitude. And uh, could you maybe elaborate a little bit on that and how you know yourself, the leadership group, and the coaching staff have kind of developed that over the course of the season? Yeah, it's something uh, something we gotta take pride in here, especially down the road here. It's gonna be uh, games from here on out are gonna be playoff like games. So um, for us as a group, it's gonna be. Uh, test to our character to see how resilient we could really be in. Uh, the more we're able to do that, I think the more uh, as a group we're able to grow. And after after a few games at the Sherwood Park Arena, head back out on the road for one uh, against Straighton Valley. And uh, does the game plan stay the same when, you know, this is a team you haven't seen since mid-November and the amount of roster turnover that, that this team has seen? Yeah, it's going to be a little bit of a different team on both sides here. Um, I think for us, so I don't think we changed a single thing. Uh, we got to not not necessarily change stuff, but fall back on to uh, who we are as a team and just kind of get back to playing simple hockey, um, which is hard-nosed, and uh, just being able to play kind of below below the dots and get in front of the net, playing hard in our, in our crease and their crease and just doing the little things like that. Uh, getting uh, getting familiar re-familiar with uh, the Thunder as well as the Bonneville Pontiacs throughout the month of February uh, does that kind of play into play into your game plan at all where you're playing seemingly the same teams every night or every other night yeah I think uh, I think it it's uh, it's good for our group we're able to see uh a similar team kind of night after night which is what you see uh, down the road here when playoffs come around so when you're able to see a group uh, one night after another there's a little bit of maybe animosity that builds up throughout those games and uh, you're able to kind of recognize each other's systems which just creates uh, an all-around uh, steady game and, and you're able to kind of know what you're doing out there. And, uh, last question this uh, this next set against Drayton Valley a home and home starting off on the road for you guys and how important is it to uh, to head into their rink and really take it to them and really uh, show them who the better team is? Yeah, they're a good team, so it's going to be a, a good test for our group. Um, and like I said, games uh, games at this point of the year are all treated like playoff games. So uh, I think if we're able to go in and uh, play hard and uh, give them a test as well, that'll be uh, important for our group. Big thank you to Bruce McGregor for taking the time to chat with our Dawson Patrician. Uh, ahead of practice on Monday as Sherwood Park gets set for a home-and-home home with the Drayton Valley Thunder. And that'll do it for us here on another episode of the Sherwood Park Crusaders pregame show. We'll be live on air, 7.15 puck drop from the Sherwood Park Arena on Hockey TV. Uh, Dawson and I will have the call of that game be on air probably about five minutes before puck drop or so. Uh, to tee this one up for you. But Sherwood Park will start things out in Drayton Valley tomorrow night. That one will also be on Hockey TV. For my partner, Dawson Patrician, I'm Zach Marks, reminding you to keep it locked to our social media at SB Crusaders on both Twitter and Instagram, as well as Sherwood Park Crusaders on Facebook, Crusaders TV on YouTube, and wherever it is you're listening from, be it on Spotify or Apple Podcast, right here, Crusaders Radio for every pregame matchup dawson that'll do it for us on another episode of the sherwood park crusaders pregame show thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one